Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1113, titled Script Number 234, and we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? Confused by this title? <laughs> <gasps> I mean, it's so lazy. Yeah. I, yeah. Why, why couldn't it just be called, like, the sex episode or something? Yeah. You know? Like, what a dumb way to do that. Or just say sex. Or Done. just, yeah. I think they have had an episode called Sex before, right? Damn it. Didn't they? Am I making that up? Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, now, now I'm drawing a blank about it. But, so, I did want to take the time once again to read the IMDb summary for this episode okay written by our favorite person kgf vissers because it's i thought the last one was something to behold but truly and i mean truly this is something let me hit it let me hit you with it okay i'm ready While Eric and Lucy sneak off fishing, pretending it's for a church stuff seminar, Kevin must give advice, which he does in scary terms, to poor T-Bone, whose snooty girlfriend Ruthie, in parentheses ab, uses him to cause jealousy with her sort of ex-Mac, who gets himself invited to stay at the Camdens after moving back in town only to find his reuniting parents' condo has only one bedroom, and his best friend and other semi-ex Martin, who gets benched at by his baby son, Aaron's unmarried mother Sandy, after Mac arranged for them to double date with T-Bone, Margaret, and Jane. That's one sentence? It's one sentence. It's wrong. Uh Uh-huh. And what? Okay. (laughs) Mac was never her ex. T-Bone doesn't go on the double date with them. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Okay. All right, go on. And, like, I love the snooty girlfriend comment. Seriously. What? abuses him what (laughs) okay oh my goodness this episode where to begin (gasps) i'm guessing at the beginning a very good place to start (gasps) ruthie and t-bone are on the couch canoodling Mm -hmm. at 10 a.m at 10 a.m really it's like Mm -hmm. don't you guys have school (laughs) yeah seriously saturday cartoons Ew, really? But they're watching the news, and you can hear the news be like murder and death and politics and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and Ruthie is like wrapped with attention. Yeah. (laughs) And T Bone tries to make some moves, and Ruthie's like, it's too early for that. Yeah. And, but then Mac walks in, which. Stop trying to make Mac relevant, people. Yeah. Why did Mac all of a sudden make a resurgence on this show? I don't know. In the 11th hour? It makes no sense. It, yeah, same. I, I don't get it. Mac His used to be best friend is now becoming the star. Not the star, but... I mean, he's around. Yeah. Um, Mac walks in and Ruthie is spurred to action and immediately jumps T-Bone's bones. Oh, hey, T-Bone. Oh, hey, Mac, didn't see you there. Uh, Oops. As she continues to like vigorously make out with Uh T-Bone. And I vigorous is the right word. Yeah, it is. I mean, they're so hard going at it. (laughs) It's insane. Mm -hmm. And it's only 10 a.m. What's wrong with that? No, I mean, I get it. They're horny little teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Too early for that. (laughs) Uh, Ruthie. I hate that like. 17 year old Ruthie's like it's too early for that like who are you a grown-up yeah like, what are you talking about 
<laughs> what are you a grown up <laughs> oh i love that okay. um so max like oh hey yeah what's up like i'm back in town my parents bought a one-bedroom condo because they're back together yep. and like it's awkward because i can hear them <laughs> yeah which you like he goes into too much graphic detail with annie about oh yeah the dude sex capades that his parents are embarking on because they're back together now all i'm thinking is i'm like when is he gonna shut up okay this is what i wanted to talk about though logistically right uh-huh okay when they were split up where was mac living like because he says i'm back in town where was he wasn't he oh well, oh yeah i don't know it's unclear. Was, was he on a sabbatical? I don't know. <laughs> was he going to school somewhere else? I don't know. So, okay. So presumably what he was just like living on his own somewhere out of town. Yeah. And now that his parents are back together, he's expected to move back in with them, but they only bought a one bedroom condo. Yeah. Like if his parents knew he was going to move back in with them, they wouldn't have bought a one bedroom condo. Mm-hmm. So clearly like Max, the one that the fucked up here thinking he's going to move back in with his parents, I guess. <laughs> question mark which leads me back to where have you been this whole time like yeah. did you just like leave your apartment wherever it was and was like moving back in with the folks see ya like damn so we could have had a a, a mac show oh yeah like a like, spin-off of just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the adventures of mac <laughs> i love that the adventures of mac mm, and all his like stupid bieber hair yep and every time he would mention martin he would just say he's like yeah my my old best friend or he used to be my best friend martin yeah, yeah. like my ex best friend yeah yeah <laughs> that's how he has to introduce him every single time he brings him up honestly the way that they talk about each other is as if they were like ex like they were lovers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the way that martin mac is so quick to be like my ex-friend yeah <laughs> these boys uh so he's back ruthie immediately you can it's obvious like she doesn't nothing has to be said the minute he walks in yeah she's trying to make him jealous yep which where is this coming from I don't know. She was never interested in Mac. Yeah. I mean, she was for a hot second, but it was always about Martin. Yeah. Even when she was like, quote unquote, interested in Mac, it was because she was trying to like get with Martin. Yeah. She didn't ever give a shit about Mac. What if? And I was thinking that she wanted Mac to tell Martin. Let him over here and say things. That's what I, I thought that could have been Ruthie's motive. Totally fair. Totally fair. Except she didn't know, know that Martin was going to be there that day. Oh, yeah, dude. He showed up in the fucking house and like while Ruthie's like kicking it, you know, in the in the living room, I think at this point. Uh, no. No. no, 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 no. OK, so there's so much to unpack. I don't even know how to talk about it without just going linearly, I guess. Whatever. OK, fine. No, what? No, I mean, <laughs> the thing is with this with this episode, my issue is they dance around the subject a lot or they focus on that subject for a minute too long where I feel like I want to check out every time. Yeah. Sandy, Annie, how many times does she need to catch up and be ahead of them or behind them? Do you get what I mean? Like, how annoying was that? And she's explaining her entire process of getting there. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's you, so like, bad. She, she verbalizes the dots that she's connecting yes. to figure out that Ruthie's thinking about having sex. Thank you. This fucking episode did this over and over again. I was so tired. It's true. It's, it's true. No. Yeah, it's bad. It's just bad writing that's yes. what it comes down to it always comes back to on the meta level it's terrible writing Ugh. we know this 
it shouldn't be a surprise and yet we still want it to be good and then we get disappointed <sighs> and i guess that's just you know our unfailing spirit <laughs> i know anyways okay let's go in order my friend we don't have to though because what i do think we can just like knock out the park is or n- knock out of the way essentially is um eric and lucy are only in this episode for the four or five minutes yeah dude two of which are the silent scene after the opening credits yeah of them like packing their prepping yeah. their 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 stuff for their fishing trip i mean the hilarious like business that they have to do silently like yeah he literally like takes out the fishing rod looks at it, it and puts it back she opens the thing of worms and then closes it he opens his thing of like fishing hooks and then yeah. closes it like they're, they're just like fucking around in the trunk uh-huh. for two minutes like what what is that for it's so stupid it's so bad it's the worst but but it is the worst but again i think that's a great foreshadowing to tell me how detailed every thought process was (laughs) going to be in this episode it's a really good indicator of like the inane level of detail that we get into with this episode it was so it was so frustrating oh my yeah (laughs) lucy conning like lying to uh, Sandy. Annie, well, or to everybody, yeah. Annie and Kevin, and also Eric. But Eric didn't know he was going to be lied to. But then he caught on, and then he caught on, and he informed Lucy that he caught on. <laughs> That's right. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and he's breaking down Lucy's like subconscious behavior and her and her emotions about Sandy and why she's avoiding this conflict. Even worse, Annie breaks it down to, to Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> Lucy's subconscious behavior patterns regarding Sandy and all of it. This show, it's, like, you know what's hilarious is like so I didn't exhausting. notice it till you just brought it up. <laughs> that you're so right. It's so inane. Oh my gosh, I was so tired. Like I, I passed out <laughs> halfway through. I said, "Hold on, I missed half of this." <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Okay. So yeah, essentially, Lucy and Eric want to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. Because they need to get away from their families for a minute. Which, but more importantly, did Lucy always fish? No, I don't know. Where did fishing come from? Did, have they ever gone fishing before? I was like, when Who did they bond over shit? this? Okay, back. T- I love how he has like a hat too, full of like, <laughs> with like all the hooks around it. Like, okay, that is classic someone who never fished a day in his life. You know? This is cool outfit. Um, so anyway, so we learned that Lucy wants to get the heck out of Dodge because her little teen group yeah. um, was excited to talk to Sandy once again about mm. her things that she's gone through. And Lucy was just like, you know what? I don't need to be here for this. Like, yeah. She's feeling a lot of like pent up aggression and jealousy towards how much the teen girls are like loving Sandy yeah. and how interested they are in Sandy mm-hmm. over her. You yeah. Know? So so basically, Sandy comes into the parking lot, mm-hmm. and Lucy's like, "Here you go, go be with the teens. We got to go to the church seminar yeah. thing." And so they go, and we never and we never see them again in this whole episode. That's yeah. really all they have to do the whole episode. It's yeah. a rare like Ericless episode. We've seen Lucyless episodes, yeah. but an Ericless episode is very rare. So interesting. It yeah. might be the only one in history. I think so. <laughs> in yeah. its eleven years, it might be the first time there's like a no yeah. Eric in the episode. Even whenever he was having a heart attack, he was in every fucking scene. Yeah, singing you know Elvis, Elvis songs. <laughs> Ugh. Let's not relive that nightmare. Uh, yeah, never again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that. 
I want to save the Sandy moment for a little bit later because, frankly, that's my favorite part of this episode. Thank you. I said she's boss. Yes. (laughs) I am here for everything she says is correct Uh as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Um, So, meanwhile, okay, Ruthie and T-Bone, they're making out hard. Mac, oh, yeah. Mac is like, okay, well, I'll just go wait for Annie like in the kitchen because he's yeah. trying to like stay here with the Camdens because mm-hmm. he has nowhere to go kind of a thing. Yeah. And so they're like too busy making out. So he's like, I'm going to go wait over there, you know, mm-hmm. and they continue to make out and T-Bone's like, whoa, buddy, like, where is this? Like, what the hell? And she goes, well, maybe I'm tired of making out. Like, maybe I want to do more. And she puts it on him. She's like you've yeah. XXXed before, right? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, have you? And and then she goes, I was living in Scotland for six months, away from my parents, away from my family. What do you think? And in my mind, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't, though? Yeah, Like, exactly. there's not a chance in hell no. Ruthie has had sex. No. Not a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. No, like, nothing she says can make me be convinced otherwise. Exactly. So... He's like, okay, well, then tonight, like, let's make it happen. She goes, okay. So T-Bone immediately freaks out. Of course. And runs to the worst person in the fucking world Uh that he could run to, which Mm -hmm. is Kevin. Yep. Fuck Kevin. Once again, this little misogynist piece of shit. Uh Uh-huh. T-Bone sits down. He's like, Ruthie's had me pinned down for two hours. My lips are numb, you know, whatever. Uh-huh. And Kevin does that stupid thing where he's like, you better watch your mouth. That's my sister you're talking about. Uh-huh. And he's like, OK, well, I'm freaking out because I think we're close to the danger zone or whatever he says. Yeah. And Kevin's like, what now? Like, you better not be because... Eric will kill you and I will kill you and you will be out of that house faster than you can say condom or whatever, you know? (laughs) And he, and T-Bone's like, okay, well, like, what do I do? Like, what the hell, you know? Mm -hmm. And Kevin gives him the advice that like, oh yeah, this is all because like, you're going to be emancipated soon. And she's obviously feeling very clingy and she doesn't want, you know, you being emancipated represents you like being free and going on on your own. And she doesn't want you to do that because she's attached to you. So why don't you just like, let her know that you're interested in more than just making out. And T-Bone's like, what? And he's like, that came out wrong. Things other than making out. Yeah. Like, why don't you take her to a dinner, just the two of you, and, like, you know, go for a long walk and whatever. And Stupid's fucking T-Bone, like, takes his advice because he doesn't know any better. He doesn't know that Kevin's a total fucking fuck-up. Uh-huh. And, of course, he has to get one last misogynic, misogynistic comment in there because he's like, just talk to her. Women love to talk. That's why I was so excited to have the house to myself for a day. Uh-huh. Because like, yes. you're a garbage person who hates your wife, clearly. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And you're saying these things to an impressionable 17-year-old boy who's learning from you, who's taking advice from you, Kevin. Do you hear yourself? Do you fucking hear yourself? Yeah, and he likes it. He's such... Oh, T. 
thank God that's all Kevin has to say in this whole episode. Because, like, honestly, two more scenes of that and I would have killed myself. <laughs> like, uh-uh, not today, honey. So, T-Bone's like, okay. And cut two. he's talking to Happy. <laughs> oh, dude. He's debriefing with Happy. Happy. About... Did you see how she reacted when I told her I just want to take her to a nice dinner? It's just the two of us. Oh. The movie and and happy barks and then he's like, "You don't think like that," or you know, he, he's, uh-huh. I don't know what Kevin. I don't know what conversation T Bone thinks he's having with yeah. Happy. Yeah, but the shitty part is, is like Annie overhears it all. Uh-huh. So he, he she overhears T Bone saying things like, "I'm a man in love." Like, what am yes. I supposed to do? Yeah. You know. Like, this is natural, routine, you know, whatever, all that shit. And she immediately is like, can I help you with anything, T-Bone? Yeah. Like, I'm a good listener. <laughs> yeah, maybe a little too good. <sighs> yeah, because it, that, that's the thing, too, is like, you think she's caught on. Yeah. You think from overhearing T-Bone talking to Happy that she's already pieced the pieces together. Yeah. But it's not until Mac is talking to her. Uh-huh. Or Kevin's talking to her later. Yeah. When she real because Kevin. Kevin says something yeah. to her about how T-Bone had a talk with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Annie's like, hold on. They're thinking about having sex in my house tonight? Yeah. And I'm like, I thought you knew that, Annie. Uh-huh. What the hell? Like, so I- what did you think T-Bone was talking about outside 15 minutes ago? <laughs> this show. What? <gasps> what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All of that. All question mark, that. question mark, question yeah. mark. Because you're seeing her catch on, but not catch on. And the thinking process. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, my God. Wait, T-Bone said he's in love. Wait, tonight. Wait, Ruthie. Oh, my uh, God. Yes. <laughs> enough. Yeah. Really enough. It's bad. So then Kevin confronts Ruthie, right? Yeah. And they have that whole talk where he's like, you know you're too young Uh wait until you're in like a committed relationship or at least you're older or you're out of high school or something yeah you know and ruthie's like oh and then he and then he also says something to the effect of like like you know what did you think was gonna happen that i wasn't gonna tell your mom or you know whatever kind of thing and she's like god damn it like i'll tell my mom like what do you think i'm scared of you of you like i'm not like like your threats are gonna yeah, keep yeah. me from telling my mom like or stopping me from doing what i want to do like i'm a grown-ass woman i'm gonna do whatever i want to do exactly and so she's like doubling down right with kevin she's like uh-huh. i'll tell my mom fine fine yeah. you think you're gonna threaten me by telling my mom i'll tell my mom whatever yeah. right she has no intention of telling her mom of course not but then she's pissed at t-bone because t-bone calls. calls her yeah She's pissed at T-Bone because now, she, now, because T-Bone having told Kevin is what's forcing her hand to tell her mom. Exactly. Which she really had no intention of doing. And so she's yelling at T-Bone like, are you insane? Why did yeah. you tell Kevin anything? You have a big mouth. And she's like, why should them, why, why should they dictate what we want to do? Or like, we you know, we're adults, act yeah. like a man, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And T-Bone in a move that is pretty risky for, for honestly, he's yeah. like, well, how's this for being a man? I was going to ask if you didn't have any condoms because I'll pick some up on the way home. Yeah. 
and she's like, I have condoms. Which yeah. does she? There's no chance in hell. <laughs> she might though. I could see her having gone to the gro- the grocery store, the, <laughs> the pharmacy, and pick some up. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, it seems like a Ruthie move yeah. to be all like, "I'm a grown ass woman. I'm gonna buy some condoms." Yeah. You know. Maybe. Um. But then Annie overhears her saying, "I have condoms." Yeah. So she's like, "Um. Sounds like we need to talk." Yeah. <laughs> and they talk it out. Over popcorn. Over popcorn. Which T-Bone comes home and overhears them talking. Yeah. Hears just enough to know that Ruthie lied about having had sex. Uh-huh. But then goes running into the arms of Kevin again. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I needed a place to go because they're having a serious conversation over there. Yeah. And then Kevin reminds him that like, you know... Eric's going to find out about this. Yeah. And it's not like, what do you, what's going to happen? And T-Bone's like, what do you mean Eric's going to find out about it? And Kevin's like, I know the Camdens. Ruthie will tell him if, if Annie doesn't first. Yeah. Which good call on Kevin. Cause that's definitely true. Yes. Definitely a Ruthie uh-huh. move to, to, for her dad to just walk in and her to go running and be like, I almost had sex. Yeah. <laughs> God. So weird. that is so Ruthie. Yeah. And so then T-Bone downs the orange soda that Kevin is drinking, Mm -hmm. which there's, okay, it's a subtle thing. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but the fact that Kevin is like late night going to going into his fridge, opening a bottle of orange soda and drinking it as he's having this like man to man conversation with Uh T-Bone. The insinuation there is like, it would be a beer, except they don't drink because they're the they're they're uh-huh. snow globe people, right? Yeah. And so what? Soda's better than a beer. Fucking orange soda in the middle of the night, and T Bone's <laughs> downing it like, oh, I need this vice right now. Seriously, like, what kind of message is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like even in the episode before, we didn't talk about it, but like when Lucy's clearing out the fridge of expired items, yeah, there's like. Three giant two liters of soda in their fridge. Yeah. Like, how much soda are these people drinking? I know. Who needs that kind of soda? They're going to die of diabetes before they die of liver disease. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Yeah. Ugh, nightmare. So, I just wanted to bring that up because it was a subtle thing. Yeah. But it was clearly the intention of like, yeah, I need a drink, you know, but it's like orange soda. Okay. Yeah. That's his vice. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah, which that's worse, honestly. Um, so that's how that ends, mm-hmm. pretty much, right? Right. Yeah. Basically, they don't do it. They don't do it. Annie and Ruthie do have do talk it out. Yes. Um, we learn that Ruthie isn't hasn't ready. had sex because yeah. she's not ready. Because even though the opportunity has presented itself in yeah. Scotland and stuff, ultimately she knew it was the wrong thing to do, so she and never she, went through with it. And she can't enjoy anything she thinks is wrong. Right. And then that's when Annie's like, "Fuck, I I raised you right." Yeah, that's Annie's my like, girl. And she's like, "Okay." Ugh. And <sighs> the final scene, which is a little wonky because it interjects with Sandy, but essentially that night, yeah. T Bone comes home from Kevin's. Uh-huh. She's in the kitchen. Sandy goes up to bed, and this is the two of them in the kitchen, and they like run, run. to each other because they're so fucking horny. You yeah, know? and they just make out. They make out hard, and then they stop. And T Bone's like, "You know, this is as far as we'll go." And she's like, "I know." And they keep kissing, uh-huh. <laughs> which it was cute. I yeah. like that they're so like hot for each other. You yeah, know? it's like, cute. It's 
a good portrayal of like 17 year old love mm-hmm. where it's like hot and heavy and like they can't get enough of each other and yeah. it feels like making out's not enough you yeah know? and it only takes like some outside forces to like stop you kind of a thing basically you know? yeah i it was cute it was that part was cute everything else bleh. Bleh. <laughs> So, meanwhile, right, Sandy is Oh my god, there's meeting. so much chatter in this episode cuz like the more when I think about us breaking this shit down, fuck. Okay, let's go. But okay, <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad though, right? So, oh, before we get to Sandy, we got to get to Mac and Martin. Oh, and oh now you remember. Right. <laughs> Oof. Okay. So, Max, so Annie comes home, right? Uh-huh. Max waiting for her in the kitchen. Oh god, Annie's throwback was so good. What was the in this to Mac uh, when Martin comes in and like they know Jane's going to be the one in the middle. So big oh, lips yeah. in the middle between. Oh, my God. Let's I know. And she brings up big lips. Oh, and she goes favorite. big lips. She's like, yeah, I'm not doing it again. <laughs> so good. <laughs> like, I see how I know where this goes. Yeah. Not going to get in the middle of it. Um, so Max talking to her in graphic detail about why he needs to stay here. Uh-huh. because His parents are humping like bunnies. OK. Ew. And Annie's like. Well, listen, I can't promise you anything because Eric's not here and we have to make this decision together. Mm -hmm. But for now, I can say like, yeah, you can have the couch. Not a big deal Mm -hmm. for one night or whatever until we can make a decision about you. And Max, like, cool, whatever. We learn that Martin's coming down because he's going to be, quote unquote, babysitting Babysitting. Aaron. Mm -hmm. Don't get me started. I've said this before on this podcast. It's not babysitting when it's your own kid. Yeah. So Martin's coming to pick up Mac and then they're going to go to the church where Aaron is with Sandy and pick up Aaron and then they're yeah. going to like hang out or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, Matt Martin's babysitting. Yeah. But then Jane and Margaret come on the scene and the minute that Jane comes in, Mac is smitten. Yeah, he's in love. He sees her. He's like, did we go to high school together? I would have remembered you, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Jane could not care less. Uh-huh. Like she's not here for it. Then Margaret comes in and Annie has to do that thing of like, Margaret, Jane, this is Mac, Martin's friend, although you've never even met Martin, so that's pointless. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Again, connecting the dots out loud. Like, who cares? Uh-huh. I know them. I know them. You right. don't have to don't explain it to them. Right. Just be like, Jane, Mac, Mac, Jane, done. Bye. End of story. Who gives a shit? Fuck. Yeah, like, who is this for? The audience member that just randomly turned on Seventh Heaven for the first time. I after know the story. Years? Damn it. Uh, Anyways, okay, go on. So Mac's all about Jane. Could not give a shit about Margaret anymore or less than than anything. And then he is like, oh, do you, do you guys want to go out tonight? Kind of a thing. Like mm-hmm. the three of us, we can talk about whatever. And or like talk about finding a place to live or, you know, some yeah. shit. And Annie's like, isn't Martin coming to get you or whatever? And he's like, well, it could be a foursome. It could be the four of us. Double date, whatever. And yeah. Jane's like, not interested. And then Martin comes in and she's like, interested. Yeah. <laughs> Martin? Oh, okay. Um. I'm going to go get my bag. Mm -hmm. And Margaret's like a bump on a log. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. I love that Margaret like has no horse in this race. Like nobody's interested in Margaret. She clearly doesn't care about either of the boys either. Yeah, she doesn't. She's just tagging along because Jane's there kind of thing. And Martin's also into Jane. Like when they see each other, he's like, okay, yeah. So they got to go pick up Aaron. Mm Mm-hmm. And 
so now we can cut over to Sandy. So Sandy's yes. talking to the girls. And they're asking her all these questions about... Are you and Martin going to get married? Well, more importantly, they're asking her questions about, like, what's it like being a single mom, yeah. right? And, you know, aren't you afraid to do things alone? Yeah, or go aren't on. you ashamed yeah. or embarrassed? Like, it's so embarrassing to do anything alone because people are just looking at you like you're a freak or whatever. Yeah. And Sandy says the thing that's, like, the best thing she says the whole episode, which is, like... I've always thought that if you don't feel comfortable being by yourself, like you're not like you're not ever going to be comfortable like being with anybody kind of. Thing. Yeah. Like you have to be comfortable with yourself first. Yeah. To like know who you are and like trust that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're all like, oh, but like, ew, like, you know, you, you eat dinner alone. And she's like, yeah. yeah, I'll go to the movies alone. I'll have dinner alone. It's nice to spend time with me. Like it's important yeah. for me, you know. Um, meanwhile, the whole time she's like carrying Aaron, you know? Yeah. And then they start asking her questions about Martin and stuff. And she's like, yeah, you know, like we're, we're working it out. You know, we, we've talked about getting married, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he's in my life kind of a thing and he's in Aaron's life or whatever. And they're like, blah, 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 blah. And then Martin comes in and they all, they all collectively breathe a sigh of like, (sighs) (laughs) ah, Because the they were all jazzed. And they even make a comment, like, of one of the girls is like, oh, my God, he's coming. It's going to be so nice to see him with his son. Yeah. Like, that romanticized thing of, like, oh, see, what a good man. He's taking care of his son. Like, yeah. please. That's, like, the baseline minimum it, Exactly. Do, you know? Like, let alone the fact that he's 12. Yeah. And so he picks her, he picks up the boy and it's all good, whatever. He asks, he's like, he's like, oh, is it cool if we take him to a movie? And she's like, he's a little young, but if you want to give it a shot, okay. Yeah. And he's like, okay, it'll be a couple hours, whatever. And okay, not a big deal. She's staying at the Camden's that night. Yeah. So I'll meet you back at the Camden's type, type of thing. So he's leaving and he goes, oh yeah, hey, Sandy, can I talk to you for a minute? <sighs> this little bitch. Like, seriously. If you didn't think there was anything wrong with you what you were doing Mm -hmm. you wouldn't have asked for permission exactly you little 12 year old Uh boy yep and the way he prefaces it he's like you and i aren't married so it's cool if i see other people right yeah like as if that's the line that he'd be crossing like marriage or nothing what i thought you guys were trying to make it work exactly how do you think it's okay to be dating I, other people yeah i thought that they were gonna try to date i really thought that's what was supposed to happen after that conversation that they had right when they almost got married and they yeah. were like we are not gonna do this but let's try to stay in each other's lives like exactly. maybe one day so he's like we're not married right so it's cool if i you know fuck around and and her response again because she's so taken aback. She's like, "Yeah, Martin, we're not married. You can see other people. Like, okay, you know, like, because what's she gonna say to that? Seriously." And he's like, "Cool, thanks," and like walks away. And then she has a minute to think about it, and she walks out into the hall and sees Mac and the girls there. Yeah, and she's like, "Hold on, do you have a date right now?" Yeah, and he's like, "No, it's not a date. It's more just like a hang. Like we're gonna go to the movies or whatever." Mm-hmm. And she just doesn't even say a word. She just takes the baby out of his arms. Yeah, takes her bag and lets him go. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back in to the girls, and honestly, like my heart breaks for her. Yeah, when 
she's she's staring she's staring at these girls and she's like you want to know what it's like being a single mom this is it right here yeah this is it right here you are responsible for another life for 18 years at least yeah and every decision and everything you do and say and think is about this little thing is about this person and and it's hard and it's you know and you have to like constantly take any you know regrets or doubts ego all that any of it and squash it and elevate yourself yeah for this other person Mm -hmm. that's the words she uses elevate yourself for that person uh t i was crying yeah it's so good it's so good Haley duff crushes that monologue honestly Mm -hmm. she does yeah, I think this is the time when I would say with Haley Duff that I actually appreciated Sandy. Like, I like Sandy, but I was like, yes, she's not playing that, like, ditzy. And I'm sorry, but that's the vibe I was getting in all mm-hmm. those episodes mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. With as all if the she, Daniel bullshit. Yeah, as if she had no fucking life experience throughout this entire time. And, yeah, I don't know, just hearing the it is, just hearing the is of her life, like, mm-hmm. And just being factual and whatever about it. I yeah. I liked it a lot. It was really, it was some of the best writing I think maybe ever on the show. Like truly, like she, it was such an eloquent and like succinct thing of like, yeah, this is it. Every day you got to get up, you got to clean yourself up no matter yeah. what you're feeling, what you're going through, because you have to elevate yourself mm-hmm. for this other person who you are 100% responsible for. Yeah. And she had to make that decision in that moment. She's like, you know what, Martin? You go on your little date with your uh-huh. little girlfriends. This baby is too important for you to be fucking around. Yeah. Whatever. And he throws it in her face like, you did it with Daniel. And she's like, okay, not after you and I decided we were going to work it out, though. Yeah. So where's that end? Where's your end of that promise, guy? Mm-hmm. Like, Martin is a child. Yeah. And she says as much when she's debriefing with Annie later Uh in the kitchen. And she's just like, you know, yeah. Like, I think, I don't know where we're at right now. Because Annie tells her that Jane's married. Yeah. Which Martin learns the hard way on their date, you know. Because of Margaret. Yeah. Well, because Margaret, yeah. Margaret sees what's happening. And and she doesn't like it. She doesn't like it. Yeah. Because I think part of it is a little selfish on Margaret's part because... Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, you're, now my friend's going to be wrapped up with these guys. Where does that leave me? Kind of a thing. Hmm. Maybe even subconsciously. I don't know Maybe. that. I don't know that. Like Margaret, Margaret was coming from a bad place, you yeah. know. But I'm sure that that must have been playing into why she's like, hmm. yeah, you're married though, Jane. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, and that's when Martin's like, you're married. Whoa. Okay. Bye. I'm going, I'm going home. Mm-hmm. And Sandy's there, and she's like. You know what, Martin? You, I don't know. Like, She's like, don't you're know. full of, sh- basically, in so many words, you're full of shit. Yeah. And, 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 but, but she says, like, let's just be in each other's lives. And good on her. Like, right. Again, great you on Put her. everything aside yeah. to elevate, right? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, their baby is what's, is what's important. Yeah. And she's not going to, like, fuck with that dynamic. Exactly. 
but she yeah, she tells him and she goes, of course, I think it would be nice for us to be a family and to get married and whatever. Yeah. But I'm beginning to think that's never going to happen because you are a child. Yeah. And you have proven that to me tonight because mm-hmm. he comes running home and he's like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. She yeah. goes, you know what I think? I think you learned that she's married and now you're trying to make it work with me. Yeah. Which is exactly what happened. Exactly. So run along, Martin, yep. with your stupid, ruddy, ruddy face and your stupidness. <laughs> well, leave me alone. Honestly, just leave me m- alone. Martin turned into the guys that we didn't like and that Martin was trying not to be. Honestly, you're right. You're right. He's just another asshole now. Yeah. Or sucks. maybe asshole is a harsh word, but like he's just another guy. Yeah. You know, who's just trying to get his dick wet. It's like, okay. So, you know what? You babysit your son then. How about? Yeah. You know? Babysit your son. Ugh. And, so, and then so when Ruthie comes into the kitchen after having talked to her mom and everything, yeah. um, then, you know, they're having that. They're, they're now debriefing, right? And mm-hmm. Ruthie's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I just like, talked to my mom about my boyfriend for two hours or whatever. And yeah. Sandy is not giving her advice, right? But yeah. she's saying like from her perspective, you know, like she's glad that nothing happened with Martin because like one mistake could change your life, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. or it could ruin your life. I think she says, mm. and I think Ruthie hears that and really internalizes it. Mm-hmm. Like you're right. Like if I decided to sleep with T-Bone now, like God knows what could happen kind of a yeah. thing. Like I'm not ready for that. So I'm not going to take a step. I'm not ready for yeah, exactly whatever or that where, where the consequences are things that I'm not ready for, you mm-hmm. know, and it's cute. And then T-Bone comes in and Sandy turns around. She's like, hi, I'm Sandy. You must be T-Bone, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of enamored by Sandy in this episode, honestly. And I think it's really unfair that Lucy's so anti-Sandy. Yeah. Because obviously, like, Lucy's are, like, de facto protagonist. Mm-hmm. So if she's anti-Sandy, where does that leave the audience? You yeah. Know? Because the evidence is that Sandy's a good person. Mm-hmm. And we have no reason to not like her. Exactly. She's going through life. She's trying to make the best decisions she can. She's being there for her son. And she's getting through school and trying to become a minister or whatever. Yeah. Like, I have no reason to hate Sandy. So it's kind of a bummer that Lucy does, you know? I know. Or that Lucy's annoyed by I shouldn't say hate. But yeah, is annoyed. Like, annoyed because she's like, quote unquote, usurping the throne a little bit, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Like, honestly, Lucy... And especially because Lucy was very much team Sandy for a very long time. That's right. You made Sandy the person she is. Yeah. And, and rather than put that, you know, dislike onto Sandy, turn yeah. that onto yourself and go, okay, how and why is Sandy connecting to these teens? Yeah. What can I do differently to connect to these teens exactly. the way that Sandy is? Because mm-hmm. that is your job at the end of the day, yeah. Luce. Your job is to connect with these teen girls so that you can get through to them. Exactly. And if you're not doing that, hating Sandy's not going to fix that problem. You know? I'm just annoyed at the fact that they had to give her a jealousy story again. I know. It's like, we're over it. Yeah. You're a grown ass woman. You are a mother. Yeah. <laughs> Put your petty shit aside, girl. Yeah. But I don't know. Sandy, I think, wins this episode for me. Mm-hmm. She really does. Yeah, she does. She really like encapsulates. Yeah. A lot of like good vibe type mm-hmm. of stuff, you know? Yeah. So let's rate this puppy. 
Has anything else happened? Did we miss anything? I feel like no. Did did anything happen with Eric? No, he's out the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He and Lucy are gone. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Damn. All right, okay. Damn. Oh, one stray observation. The hilarity of, like, this movie that they keep talking about. Oh, yeah, this cartoon movie? What is this? They can't stop talking about the... The animated love story of the year, year called Rocky Robin? Yeah. What is this movie? <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. And the only people that don't want to see it are the children. Yeah. The twins are like, nah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> we're adults now. We want to stay home with you, mommy. Ugh. And Annie has to be like, sometimes mommies like the house to themselves. Yep. <laughs> Which I get. Uh yeah, that's my only stray observation. Mm. Okay, so what, what do you um, rate it? <laughs> I'm gonna give this episode three quarters thumb down and a quarter thumb up. <laughs> I don't know. This how is that's a possible. new metric. I don't know when. I don't know how. How does that happen? What song is that? I was singing Little Mermaid. Oh, bad is that? <laughs> Okay, fine. How about this? One thumb down uh-huh. and one sideways thumb. Oh, uh, okay. All right. All right. Does that work? Okay, walking Phoenix. Uh, yes, that is exactly who I'm channeling right now. If only there were cameras in this room. Uh, if only. Um, yeah, because genuinely it feels wrong to give it one thumb up. It does. Because uh-huh. there's a lot of bad here. Yeah. There's so much bad. I know. And yet Sandy's like good you know i know and i so i can't i don't know it, like my gut is like you can't give it a th- whole thumb up okay so i'm gonna give it one sideways thumb and one thumb down which ben good luck quantifying that uh, <laughs> yeah well um two thumbs down i i like sandy and i like what she did but it it can't it can't raise it for me I get it. Because there's too much I get gar- it. There's too much garbage. There is a lot of garbage in this episode. It could all be thrown away. <laughs> I disagree. I don't know that it can all be thrown away. Mm-hmm. I think it's somewhat important to yeah. like the fabric of the show, you know? Ugh, God. Because think about what they've set up here. Now they've set up a dynamic t- between Mac and the girls. Yeah. Right? That's true. They've set up a dynamic of Sandy and in the church. Yeah. They've set up a dynamic between Ruthie and T-Bone potentially continuing to grow their relationship and mm-hmm. maybe eventually crossing that threshold. Yeah. There's a lot of setup here, mm-hmm. which I think is not for nothing, you know? Okay. Again, yeah. not to negate your rating. No. You give it two thumbs down. You do you, girl. I give it two thumbs way down. <laughs> way down. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I totally understand that. Yeah. It makes sense to me. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, you know where to find us on the social meds. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod. And um, don't forget to send in those emails, y'all. We want to hear from you guys. The questions, any thoughts, anything you guys want us to talk about that we haven't touched on. Mm-hmm. Any like thought things that like we just missed completely like in our examining of the show um we're looking at you cheryl (laughs) (laughs) and bruce um yeah we want to hear from you guys and uh we're gonna do something special with all that for our last episode definitely but uh until next time bye bye